Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Show. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum. And in this HR Chat, we're going to consider what it takes to instill key agile processes in large organizations and the key components of a strategy that prevents failure at the top. My guest this time is Gordon Treadgold, CEO and Managing Consultant at Leadership Principles LLC, a firm that consults on organizational design, leadership development, software tool selection, offshoring, and outsourcing of IT services. Gordon is a business and IT transformation expert who has successfully delivered programs that save hundreds of millions of dollars in operational costs. An international keynote speaker, recognized by Inc. Magazine's top 100 leadership experts. Gordon is also a contributing author at Forbes, Entrepreneur, Inc. Magazine, Business Insider, Fortune, Chicago Tribune, Fox News, and CEO World Magazine. Gordon is also the author of the critically acclaimed Fast, which was a finalist for Management Book of the Year back in 2017. Gordon, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the show today. My pleasure to be on the show. Thank you. So beyond my wee introduction there, maybe take 60 seconds to, to tell our listeners a bit more about yourself. So my my background really is in turnaround and uh, you know understanding what causes things to fail. And a lot of times, especially in IT, it's not the technology, it's the organizational structure and the empowerment of the people involved. So my focus now is on sharing the things that I've learned that help create engaged, empowered and excited teams that deliver great results. And I, I just look to share uh, how people can do that in simple, uh, simple, easy to follow steps, really. Well, that's that's handy because uh, <laughs> you, you need to keep it simple for, for me. Oh, so God, absolutely. Now you need to keep <laughs> it simple for everybody. You know, I, I led a team of a thousand people, and if you've got nine hundred ninety-nine people saying, "Can you repeat that?" I didn't quite get it. You, you very quickly learn to keep it nice and simple, simple so people can understand it first time. Looking for better tools to boost performance, engagement, and well-being. With the rise in remote and hybrid workforces, you probably want better control, and IntelliHR customers have found a better way. IntelliHR's award-winning people management platform helps you to enable performance, automate your tedious HR admin, and access real-time HR analytics at the click of a button, all in the one place. Learn more at IntelliHR.com. Now then, um, I'd love for you to tell me a little bit about about the companies that you work with and, and why they commission you to to help them stem or maybe avoid failure. Um, well, quite so. A lot of the companies that I work with are, are IT companies. I'm currently working with uh, Fujitsu, and uh, they brought me in oh about eighteen months ago to to work on a a large transformation project, you know, a cloud digital transformation program. And um, it was one where over a period of, it was a 12 month project and over a period of about eight or nine months, not a lot of progress had been made. And I was just brought in to help turn it around, get it back on track and, and get it delivered. And that's what companies uh, bring me in for, or they want me to do some coaching to help their leaders turn around failing and underperforming projects. Yes, and this is going to be, listeners, quite a leadership 
focused uh, show today. I mean, we we talked to obviously HR pros, but also talent pros, and and of course leaders. And this one's much more geared towards leaders. Talent and HR pros can switch off, but uh, just a heads up, <laughs> there will be lots of tips for for leaders today. Now, Gordon, one, one of your key strengths is is reviewing uh, distressed projects and and programs that were were in trouble in order to help them turn around at a high yeah. level. And in maybe under 90 seconds, can you share how you, as an independent consultant, steps in to recommend sweeping changes? What does that conversation look like? You've got a big reputation, so I'm, I'm guessing people just come to you and say, Gordon, we need your help. Yeah, well, a lot of it is people that I've worked with before that come and do that. And, um, you know, they just asked me to come and have a look, get involved. And, uh, you know, we talked about my book, Fast, that I'd written. And fast is about four four principles that people need and, and projects fail because of one of those four things and it's about focus accountability simplicity and transparency and usually one or sometimes all four of those things are missing so I basically i come in and, and do an assessment of that and and then whichever one's missing i help them put that back in place and, and a lot of times it's focus there's a lack of clarity around what the goal is and what success looks like and when you have that it's difficult for or when you lack that it's difficult for people to know what they need to do and be able to make the right decisions we'll, we'll get more into uh, your book fast a little bit later on but before we get there have, have you seen an uptick in offshoring as a result of the pandemic gordon if, if so why do you think that more firms are maybe looking to base processes or services overseas i, I guess that as so many people have been laid off and others are working remotely now, it, it's probably the perfect time to adopt an even more disparate workforce. Yeah, I think I haven't I haven't seen an uptick, but to be honest, I haven't really I haven't really looked at that. I've been more focused on helping um, say helping Fujitsu with their projects, but also looking at how we can get uh, better results out of remote teams. But I think you, you're absolutely right. Once once you're in that remote environment and you're used to people not being in the office, whether they're in the, once they're not in the same office, not being in the same country or even the same time zone feels less daunting. And I think, you know, it probably, it's a, you know, the remote working is a gateway to more offshoring and, and, uh, and outsourcing. Also as well, I think if you, with remote working, if I'm managing a team of 50 that are remote, I've got to take care of them, whether it's offshored and outsourced, I'll have a manager on site and it actually becomes easier because somebody else is taking care of them in situ. So I think the, you know, that's probably a benefit people are, are looking at and thinking of taking. Okay, thanks, Ed. So throughout your career, you, you've been passionate about understanding why businesses and projects fail, of course. You now work with companies and professional leaders and entrepreneurs to help ensure that they don't experience failure. Mm -hmm um what a mission um now then here's, here's the quote you um you, you've said once you know what causes failure and how to avoid it you also learn what the fundamental requirements for success are and how to accelerate yeah. its achievement tell me about how to apply the fast methodology that you briefly mentioned earlier and and, and how that can help leaders to avoid failure and accelerate their success 
Yeah, so I, I've done a lot of research on it, both with the failures I've experienced and the ones I've turned around. And as I say, things f fail for one of four reasons, a lack of focus. We lack clarity around the goals and objectives and what success looks like, or it's a lack of accountability, lack of, and that can be because of a lack of clarity around the roles, or we're not holding people accountable. You know, people don't like to hold people accountable because it is tough. Um, and you can, you, you know, there's a whole minefield of getting into blame or being too aggressive around that. Then the other one is a lack of simplicity. People don't understand how they are going to be successful. And then the last one is a lack of transparency. And that's two things. Do you know what's involved? So, you know, if you want to have a baby, you need to know that it takes nine months. You cannot commit to any time less than that. Otherwise, you're setting yourself up for failure. So if you've got transparency into what's needed, you can make sure you give yourself enough time to be successful. And then the second part of that is about having a feedback loop, a measurement mechanism so you can track progress. And if you don't have one of those, you're, you're putting yourself on the path to failure. But if you have all four of those, not only does it eliminate failure, but they actually help increase your effectiveness and efficiency. Good focus and accountability. Make sure you've got the right people doing the right job, which means more of the effort gets generated into result and if you've got simplicity and transparency it allows you to see the the level you know if it's simple it's easier to do so you're going to be more efficient and if you've got transparency you can measure how well you're going and if it's not going well correct it which again increases your efficiency and if you increase efficiency and effectiveness now you're going to not only avoid failure but you're going to deliver bigger and better results faster it's fairly simple, really. You're a leadership opinion columnist at, at CEO World magazine. And I, yeah. I, I, wonder, I wondered, thinking back to some of the pieces that you have posted there, what, what would you say have been some of the most impactful columns you've, you've shared so far and why? So, so I've written I've written 1,500 different articles. Wow. Um, and I think the most, the two of the most impactful, I think two of the most impactful articles I've written, uh, one, and it was the number one read article Two years ago, in uh, on LinkedIn, over over three hundred and fifty thousand uh, people read it, and it was ten things great leaders say to create highly engaged and motivated teams, and and somebody actually converted that into a meme for me, which they shared, and then I, I was getting phone calls from people in Australia saying they presented this meme of yours in uh, in Sydney and somebody else in Sri Lanka, and it was just. You know, 10 things that we say, things like, you know, good job, well done, a little bit of uh, feedback and praise. Uh, you know, I respect your contribution. Is there a better way of doing this? Um, I'd like to get your opinion. And, and I wrote 10, and, and that was massively, massively uh, popular. And I got great feedback on that. And then another one that I wrote was on... Uh, uh, it was a bit of a twist on Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Eileen successful people it was 20 habits of highly unsuccessful and ineffective leaders and that got i yeah i think that was that was in business insider it had like 400,000 people read that and uh, translated into a lot of languages and i had people emailing me telling me my boss has got 19 out of 20 can you send him a t-shirt and other people were asking me can you email this to my boss and tell him we think he's got 20 out of 20 and he needs to uh, work on correcting this. So, 
yeah, I think those are the two most popular articles I've written. Yeah, I really thought I was going to stump you with that one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Very good. But maybe after the show, you, you can shoot over a link to that meme and we can include that with our show notes. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I've created loads of memes as well. I find them really powerful. You know, if you if you can write, uh, you know, seven reasons why uh, people shouldn't be made a leader, you can put that onto a meme and it makes it so easy to read and so accessible. Uh, and I'm, I'm, passionate about making better leadership accessible to people now then in addition to places like ceo world you also share posts on your own blog of course you'd, you'd yep. be a bit negligent if you didn't do that as, as part of my own work on you I, I was looking over some of your most recent posts and I, I enjoyed one called tips all business owners need to hear um maybe you can take a minute or two here and, and share the the three main tips that you offer in that post <laughs> no <laughs> i <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I can't remember when I wrote that. <laughs> so yeah, you have you have stumped me with one. I love it. I've, I've, I've managed to get the chat. Okay, well, hang on, let me put it up here, and, uh, and I'll, I'll just recite it for you, and it might. Okay. It might um, okay. So the first one was don't don't be afraid to innovate and diversify. The oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah, always plan ahead. And thirdly, it was treat your employees as you would want to be treated yourself. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I remember it now. The um, you've got to be yeah in in today's world. I think I think we've seen that with with the pandemic that uh, if you tie to one or two revenue streams, they can evaporate very very quickly. My own brother does. Um, hiking tours and you know with the pandemic he, yeah he's not allowed to go out with his groups that he was doing on uh, team team building and uh, that kind of stuff so you know his revenue just dies a death so we've got to be diversified got to have different ways to get to our market as well as different products um plan ahead yeah you, you, this this comes back to fast if you don't have a plan if you don't understand how you're going to get from where you are to where you need to be then how can you communicate to your team what they need to do and you know the i was reading a statistic about digital transformations and so like 1.6 billion had been wasted um, by companies on digital transformation and 84 percent failed and the number one reason for failing was poor communication to the teams involved so if you don't have a plan what are you communicating to the teams how do they know what to do and if they don't know what to do they're not going to be engaged and then that last part um one of the questions people ask me a lot about what qualities should a leader have for me the answer is always the same be the kind of leader that you'd like to follow you know and if you did that we would get rid of micromanagement in an instant nobody likes being micromanaged and yet some people seem to like to do it so if we if we only led in the way we'd like to be led we could improve leadership overnight dramatically you make things sound very simple gordon i like that <laughs> they are they, they are simple and but let me tell you about simplicity there's a difference between simple and easy um you know if i had to fight mike tyson my simple plan to beat him is when the bell rings run across the ring and knock him unconscious with the first punch <laughs> that's a simple plan it ain't easy <laughs> so we have to understand the difference between the two but when it's simple and people can see what it is and they can see what to do at least they can have a try of doing it 
if it's complicated, you know, complexity kills execution. Uh, so we have to keep things simple. Well, I mean, Mike Tyson is getting on a bit. Um, he's getting well. So... I signed fight Roy Jones Jr. and he and I still wouldn't want to swap players with Roy Jones Jr. <laughs> 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 um, hey, Gordon, we're already coming towards this uh, the end of this interview. So before we cool. wrap things up, how can our listeners connect with you, and how can they learn about all the awesome things that you get up to? So I I have the uh, pleasure of being the absolute only Gordon Treadgold in the world. So if people Google Gordon Treadgold, they will find my blog, my Twitter account, my uh, articles on uh, Forbes, Entrepreneur, uh, Inc. Magazine. Uh, I, I own every anything that's got Gordon Treadgold against it. Uh, good or bad, that's produced by me. So if they want to find me, just do a search on Gordon Treadgold or email me at gordon at gordontreadgold.com. Fantastic. Um, I do not have such an honour. Um, I, I share my name with the former VP of Virgin Records. There's another Bill Banner out there. There you go. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, that just leads me to say for today, Gordon, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you very much. My absolute pleasure. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working and continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.